Paul Charchian, uh, our good buddy from Fanball.com and LeagueSafe.com. Charch, how you doing? I like sandwiches. I like I'd sandwiches. A, I'd have a good sandwich. I like yeah. turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I once met a guy a really good ham sandwich in a uh, in a football bet, and um, and so he and I won the bet. So he had to make me a really good ham sandwich built to my specifications. And it was a very good ham sandwich, and he made good on the bet. So, you know, I, I encourage it. I think the sandwich is an under, under, underused uh, method of, of currency between uh, bets among friends. Uh, bets among friends, also hot fudge sundaes or great ice cream. Ooh. Keep that oh, in mind. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, well, that's what's not. Yeah, well, and if I can build that to my specifications. I, I then, will say this. You know, I will say this. If yeah. you want to pay off a hitman, pay him off with that chocolate delight thing we had at Manny's. A brownie. Oh. That thing is insane. I, as yeah, a you, reminder, you. this it is a it's a one and for people in your listening audience, most of them have never been to Manny's Steakhouse in Minneapolis. It is about a two inch thick. It's halfway between a brownie and a and a chocolate cake. Then it is a layer of and you got to get your your mind around this. It's halfway between vanilla ice cream and halfway between whipped cream. It's something that's in this middle zone of that. Then there's another layer of the brownie. Then there's a, another mountain of this whipped cream ice cream. And then on top of that, macadamia nuts. Then ringing the whole thing is strawberries around the edge. And then they come over with two ladles of warm caramel and warm fudge. And they pour both over the top of the entire thing, and then stab it with a steak knife right through the heart. And by the time the thing's done, Bill, what is this thing, about a foot tall? Oh, it's huge. And uh, you better bring an appetite and an extra pair of pants. It's it's just that yep. good. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Okay, now that everybody's I was all, salivating. I was, just, I, I was just there, and I, <laughs> I believe, I think I've been texted you, like, show up for Packer Week, let's go to Manny's. That would I know. Great. I know. I would have loved to have been there. Come out more often. Yeah. Uh, let's do this. We got a lot of people sitting on hold, and uh, man, as we get to towards the postseason, uh, let's go to Bob listening to us in Rochester. Bob, how you doing today, man? Hey, great. Thanks, Paul. I listen to you most every Saturday, except when you do the seven o'clock in the morning shows. Uh, Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> tight end question: PPR league, the Rams Everett or the Broncos Lacoste? Ugh. Come to this, Matt Lacoste is your third string tight end for uh, the Broncos. I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to go there. Let's go with Everett and see if he can put together back to back good games. And I like, I like golf a lot and this passing game a lot. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's try let's try Everett. I'm impressed you even know who Matt Lacoste is. That's 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 a savvy deep dive right there. Yeah, I was gonna say that's digging deep right there. TJ in yeah. Greenfield. TJ, how you doing, man? What's going on? Not bad. Hey, I need a non-PPR receiver. I'm already starting Robert Woods, so I need Tyler Boyd, Larry Fitzgerald, or Josh Reynolds. I love Josh Reynolds in this matchup. So I know you already got one Ram receiver, but you can have two. And here's why. Brandon Cooks is going to draw the attention of the one good Lions cornerback, Darius Slay. Slay is by far their fastest cornerback. And Cooks, you have to have a speed-on-speed matchup with Cooks, and Cooks is their best receiver. After that, it totally falls off for the rest of the uh, the rest of the cornerbacks of the Lions. They just benched Tease Tabor, and guarding Josh Reynolds is going to be second ever NFL start, undrafted rookie cornerback Dan Ford. 
right against Josh Reynolds, who scored twice last week, uh, last game he played before the bye. Let's start Josh Reynolds. Uh, well, who else do we have here for you? Let's go to Sean listening to us in Racine. Sean, welcome to the program. you got a question for Paul Charchia. Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson? Wow. It's come to this. What's your, by the way, Bill, what's the, uh, what's the consensus on Aaron Rodgers right now? The consensus is he is still Aaron Rodgers, but he looks uh, very average. Uh, you know, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, you, you know, the national media sees what we see, and everybody's finally getting to the point where they can look over the fence and say, okay, something's off here. Aaron Rodgers tends to blame it on his receivers and routes, and you know, he's had some bad passes, but he still doesn't address the fact that he's missing receivers underneath and living to fight another day. And As a matter of fact, he talks about how, well, you know, we're built to go downfield. We're built to take those shots and chances. And yeah. It still doesn't answer the question as to when, you, when nobody's open downfield, why are you not dumping it off to the guy that's you know, out for 12 yards wide open, sitting three yards and, you know, beyond the, the, the first down stick? It, it doesn't address that question. So uh, I know there are 14-point favorites this weekend. I, if I had to, I'd take Arizona in the spread. So let me ask you this. And this is something that has come up a bunch for me all week long, and I've been waiting to ask you about this. Because I think it's really tricky when when outsiders try to evaluate players on body language, the way that they're holding themselves, their countenance, things like that. Because you don't know what's going on inside the player's head. But (laughs) that said, man, it really seemed like Aaron just didn't have the spark that he normally has watching that Viking game. It looked, the way he was carrying himself, comporting himself, it looked really like he just, just, it just had defeat written on his face. And I'm not, I'm not, no, I don't, I don't know what to make of that. Do you think there's anything to, anything to trying to read into the body language that Aaron is showing? Absolutely. I, you know, I mean, look at Eli Manning. Eli Manning doesn't bring a spark, and everybody talks about his whiny 12-year-old face and the way he carries himself. I mean, absolutely. You know, you look at guys like Brady who they're fired up, they're high-fiving guys, they're going up and down the lines, you know, they're talking to yeah. their linemen, they're, they're, they're screaming in passion on the sideline. Look, you know, there's a difference in fire. Now, Aaron's always been a very laid-back California cat, but right now it looks like he just – he. I'm not going to say he doesn't care because I know he does, but he looks like a guy like, I'm doing my part, that's the best I can do, I'm done. I mean, that's kind yeah, of the way it, it looks, right? I mean, we I all know Mike McCarthy's dead man walking, so come on. All right, he is. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll mention this about the matchup, uh, and this is, it's a little bit deeper, but your savvy fan base will appreciate this. The Cardinals have got a terrific player in their secondary beyond Patrick Peterson. His name is Buda Baker. He is a hybrid safety cornerback that they will use in the slot when they have slot matchups they want. They'll use him as a safety. They'll let him do both in the same game. He didn't play last week, and Phillip Rivers completed all but one of his passes. He probably comes back this week, and if he does, that makes it a much tougher matchup for Aaron Rodgers. You can watch Buda Baker and uh, and get a pretty good idea about whether or not you're going to be able to pass on this team. And if not, then uh, and if he if he is going, then Deshaun Watson's a fine start against a Cleveland secondary that's been highly inconsistent. Would you take Rodgers over Watson? I know we got a little sidetracked yeah. with the Aaron Rodgers uh, discussion. But who would you take with Watson right now? Deshaun Watson having a heck of a season, and they're on a win streak right now. Would you take him over Aaron Rodgers right now? Yeah, I would, um, you know, for, for this week in fantasy. Yeah, I've got him higher. But, again, this Buda Baker thing is, is, a, is a really big change. And if Buda Baker's out, we saw a totally different secondary without him that really struggled last week. So that's when you could make your case. But otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Watson. The other thing that's hurt fantasy owners about Rodgers is 
just the, the, ex, the explosive games haven't been there that we've seen in the past. You know, the 354 touchdown games haven't been there. And most seasons in the last eight years, he's been, you know, he's provided a bunch of those throughout the season that just catapults your fantasy team. And this year, it's just, you know, it's, it's two touchdowns and just the explosive games aren't there. Uh, got one here. Need uh, flex PPR Fitz, Shady McCoy, or Corey Dev- Davis. Um, I I do like uh, I do like Fitzgerald in this uh, in this matchup against your team, um, but uh, and especially because J.R. Alexander has moved out of the slot, and so. But I wonder if they move him back. Well, you tell me. So Alexander's played both spots, um, and you got you got Larry Fitzgerald to contend with. Is there any chance they move him back to the slot to cover Fitzgerald? Or are they going to keep him outside on Christian Kirk? Do you think? I I would assume. That Jair Alexander would probably take whoever the best receiver is. Just yeah, my guess. I, so. I mean, the, the only other guy that would take him in the slot would be, say, Tremont Williams. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But Tremont Williams has been bouncing from safety to corner to safety to corner. And they're thin at yeah. safety right now, so I think he's probably going to play more <laughs> safety. And what, they might not have a choice, right? Right. So, you know, given all that, um, you know, maybe Fitzgerald is going to get you – know, I. I Maybe if he's going to get Jerry Alexander particularly, um, this might be, by the way. Here's something to think about, though. It's going to be cold, yeah. snowy, and rainy mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that could be that could end up being a factor as well. Maybe that you know that could suppress all scoring in that game. Yeah. Well, Sean McCoy's got a great matchup. He's only had about one good fantasy game all year. But Bill's got their quarterback back. That helps a little bit. Josh Allen actually looked pretty good last week. And then – Goes up against Miami. They've allowed the fourth most rushing yards this year. Eleven different running backs have gained eighty or more yards against Miami, and nine of those eleven actually added in a touchdown as well. So it's if not now, when on Shady McCoy. So let's let's plan to give him the start. There you have it. Uh, let's go real quick. Uh, who else do we have? Jim, listening to us in Racine, I believe. Jim, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, I got a wide receiver question. Standard league. Uh, I need one wide receiver out of Traquan Smith. Ridley, Sanu, or Sutton? I'm going to go Cortland Sutton in this one. Um, although Traquan's really tempting, and there's going to be plenty of points to be had tonight, but he's also not 100%, and we've just seen Drew Brees distribute the ball to so many guys. Maybe it's not Traquan Smith tonight. Meanwhile, Cortland Sutton goes up against what has become the worst secondary in football, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and he's he, He's averaging about 50 yards per game, but I think he's got a lot more upside this week. You'll mostly see a cornerback named William Jackson is giving up a passer rating of 108 in his coverage. So I like uh, I like Cortland Sutton in this matchup quite a bit. Charge, always good, my friend. And uh, we will chat yeah. again next week as we start to head in towards the postseason. We're getting closer, man. Getting closer. Yeah, fan- yeah fantasy playoffs uh, begin next week in almost all leagues. So we'll uh, yeah. go into playoff mode next week. All right, buddy. Talk Bye to you though. soon, pal.